time. This is Speaking of Sight, and this is episode 17. So this episode, we're covering speaking of parental relationships. What we're going to be covering is what bad relationship with one of your parents looks like, how your home environment affects you on your daily life, and the societal concept of mommy and daddy issues and what they are and how they play out in different areas of your life. What is a bad relationship with one of your parents to begin with? So a bad relationship with one of your parents is a very vague term, but it can translate to anything. Here are like a few things that can be toxic or unhealthy in a relationship with your parent and what it looks like for most people. So we have kind of like put together a few questions to ask yourself about your parents' behavior. And if this behavior is persistent, it can be toxic to your self-esteem in the relationship that you have with your parent. Yeah, so the questions are, so do they tend to overreact or create a scene? Do they use emotional blackmail? Do they frequently make unreasonable demands? Do they try to control you? Do they criticize you or compare you to other people? Do they listen to you with interest? Do they manipulate, use guilt or play the victim? Do they blame or attack you? Do they take responsibility and apologize do they respect your physical and emotional boundaries do they regard your feelings with needs? do they envy or compete with you so these questions just kind of get you thinking about the relationship in which you have and whether it's positive or negative obviously a question like for example do they manipulate use guilt or play the victim if the answer is yes that would count towards a negative relationship but if it's a question like do they take responsibility and apologize that would be more of a positive relationship so So research has linked negative home environments during children's first three years with a host of developmental problems, including poor language development by three years old, deficits in school readiness, behavior problems, aggression, anxiety and depression, impaired cognitive development at ages three to four. So a child's early home environment and the skills they learn in the first three years have been linked to high school graduation, teen parenthood, and adult employment rate and earnings. So brain imaging research shows that growing up in a disadvantaged environment causes the brain to develop differently. For example, living in an environment affected by chaos and poverty can lead to changes in the brain's stress system that increase a child's vulnerability to chronic diseases. So those were just kind of some of the impacts of like what a bad relationship can have and how you can kind of define it. Specifically, now we're going to go on to kind of the concept of what's known as mummy issues. So this is basically issues with your mother figure, and it it's a more common term for men, but it can be applied to both females and males. It's generally derived from a bad relationship with your mother if she abused you, manipulated you, or failed to provide essential emotional support. The psychological after effects can persist into your adult life. So these so-called mummy issues can also result from overprotective and overly permissive mother-child dynamics. So what can mommy issues look like in behavior? An expectation that your romantic partner will provide a fair share of the household labor or emotional support, trust issues or difficulty showing vulnerability, a strong need for affection and approval or difficulty showing affection or rapid shifts between the two, cold feet when it comes to relationship commitments, a need for maternal guidance when making decisions, difficulty spending time or discussing their mother, relationship anxiety, discomfort with intimacy, extreme sensitivity 
sensitivity to real or perceived criticism, underdeveloped relationship boundaries, a habit of dating people who share certain similarities with your mother. So for women with a strained relationship to their mother or an absent mother, these issues can manifest differently. So daughters of like unkind or overly judgmental mothers might then grow up with sort of a poorly developed sense of self-worth. So their self-esteem might be particularly low. If your mother spent a lot of time sort of pinpointing your flaws or critiquing your appearance, you might have a lot of shame and insecurity as an adult. And this sometimes contributes to unhealthy relationship patterns or mental health problems, including depression and anxiety. And I think something important that I just want to mention here is that sometimes they don't even mean to point out flaws or critique your appearance. It's them trying to show like motherly affection and it's coming across in the wrong way which obviously is not acceptable if you are feeling like you're being attacked and you don't think that it is intentional bring it up with them because it's likely that that's not their intention and they'll then want to change the way they're addressing it but even like things such as oh sit up straighter why are you always slouching or like brush your hair things like that just simple comments like that can have kind of a long-lasting effect that make you overthink your appearance if your like if features of your appearance have kind of been overly fixated on by your mum as a kid and so even if there isn't that initial intention to criticize if it does come across like that it's important to have that conversation a relationship that lacked normal parent-child boundaries can also cause problems so maybe if your mom tried to be your best friend instead of being a mother who set boundaries which is something you actually wanted that can also create an entirely different set of complications maybe you do you do everything that you can to shock your mother into giving you some tough parenting love or, or withdraw completely to keep her from popping into every part of your life this can be tough when you want a motherly guidance as you establish yourself as an adult and pursue relationships and children of your own so how it can affect other aspects of your life the very first thing is just not trusting yourself so Christine Scott Hudson, a licensed psychotherapist, talked about how children need to learn to trust themselves. And when they're taught what they see, hear and feel isn't real, this can lead to a lifetime of struggle with self-trust and it can then cause self-doubt. So children who grow up with a gaslighting mother per se lose the ability to trust their own perceptions, to trust their own bodily cues and to make clear decisions based on their own experiences. And the next thing a strained relationship with your mother can cause is having trouble sharing your feelings so if you grew up with a toxic mother you might not be worried about expressing yourself emotionally so if your mother frequently suggests states or makes you feel as though your feelings and reactions are over dramatic or out of proportion or unnecessary and it minimizes and invalidates them you might be dealing with a gaslighter which is a term that's used more often nowadays this can be especially strong for you in adulthood if your mom has invalidated your feelings Things ever since you were a child so you end up having trouble sharing feelings because you think they aren't really worth sharing so i think that like both the first and second point majorly linked together because if the things that you've been saying and the experiences you've been sharing if your parent or like in this case particularly your mother kind of invalidates that it can lead to self-doubt and then trouble sharing those feelings because you think that they're not correct or wrong or they're going to be perceived differently so the next thing is trouble maintaining healthy relationships. So if you kind of typically find yourself drawn to people who might be toxic partners, or if you have a hard time maintaining these healthy relationships, if you had a toxic mother growing up, your current relationship difficulties could be a result of that. 
So Thomas, the psychotherapist, said having a toxic mum will impact our decision-making skills. Indecisiveness becomes a regular part of our adult life and you subconsciously fear making mistakes. And I think this also comes in where, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but basically like a lot of the times people kind of say that they can hear their parents' voices telling them like, oh no, you don't, don't do this or do this. Or like, if you failed at something, you can hear them kind of reprimanding you. And that can typically stem from if you have had a toxic relationship with parents. Yeah, and along with parents, you can also have tension with siblings. So if you're an only child, you don't really have to worry about maintaining healthy relationships with your siblings as an adult. But if there's more or one of you growing up with a toxic mother can actually have long lasting effects on how you interact even to like this day. So she can try to actually create gaps between you. She can try to control you and your sibling, which can create a lot of tension between you two. And obviously the bond you form in childhood will last throughout adulthood. If that bond wasn't properly formed, it's going to be really hard to maintain a healthy relationship with them so that's something people tend to see when they have like a toxic mother growing up i do think they're like on that point siblings can also kind of be a point of comfort if you do struggle to have that positive relationship with parents turning to a sibling can kind of be a way to help to have those familial bonds that aren't from parents but are still from your sibling so it's not like all the things that we've mentioned obviously aren't guaranteed if you have grown up with this unhealthy relationship but they are possible side effects that I just think like are important we cover because it helps you kind of identify yeah so we've actually finished the portion on a strained relationship with your mother and now we're moving on to what a strained relationship with your father or your dad might look like so daddy issues is the informal phrase for the psychological challenges resulting from an absent or abnormal relationship with one's father it often manifests in the form of distrust or seeking approval from people who are older especially men who are older and the ways that it can affect your daily life is that you can tend to be clingy if you grew up with a parent who wasn't present or didn't offer up any attention then you might find yourself always expecting the worst you may fear abandonment expect rejection or constantly worry that your partner might leave you so according to the therapist Sonja Keller these are all side effects to an absent father with all of that floating in your head it'll be near impossible to not feel clingy and codependent which for obvious reasons can lead to all sorts of problems in relationships friendships and interactions you have on a daily basis yeah and i think like especially with what sarah was saying about mistrust this can lead massively on like with the next point where you kind of assume that all men are the same so if your dad you viewed them as the worst then it makes sense why you would expect all other men and this can be friendships with guys this can be partners this can just be like co-workers to be horrible too not surprisingly this viewpoint can then yeah color your relationships with future partners and might require kind of what you could phrase as a lot of brain rewiring to move on from that past so the hardest part is de-emphasizing your father's influence over your impression of men to just being one example now obviously this isn't to say that if you have had that experience you're never going to have that experience again but going in with that expectation can be it, do, it doesn't have to be like that and I think going in with a bit more of a positive mindset and recognizing that people can be different is very important but it does take a lot of work to rewire that thinking because you've grown up believing that this is the way in which male like father figures kind of behave so when you're young he is the example and that can make a lasting impression and the third thing you might recognize is that you might need constant reassurance if you grew up in a bad environment without any trust it makes sense that you wouldn't 
expect anything different from as the adult. You might not trust your partner and constantly check their phone for signs of cheating. You might not trust your friends or any other kind of interaction you have in real life. Or maybe you ask them to prove their love over and over again, and ask for reassurance. This can honestly get exhausting and eventually the neediness might push them away from you, which will confirm your greatest fear. So the fourth one is that you don't let people too close. Not getting your dad's love probably hurt a lot. If he was absent, you might not be able to experience the affection that he would have been able to give. And the hurt can follow you around for a while, making you less likely to search for a partner. So um, having a poor relationship with your father can lead you to not letting other men get close to you emotionally. And you might find yourself acting a bit standoffish or going into a shell. Either way, it can make dating or any kind of friendship or relationship pretty hard. Also, kind of linking in with this, you tend to then not confide in anyone. So while self-reliance is a pretty great trait to have, and a lot of people who do have issues with their parents grow up to be very independent and strong-minded and strong-willed, it can go a bit overboard to the point where you don't trust anybody with your feelings. And this is not to say that if you are independent and strong-minded that it means that you uh, you don't trust anyone with your feelings but it can be a possible effect of this so you might feel like you can't confide in any in anyone and therefore keep things bottled up and clearly that's not going to be healthy for you or for any relationships you have of any manner with everybody in your life it opening up and like expressing your emotions is part of coping with the things that like life throws at us and if you can't confide in anyone that makes the things a lot harder to go through because you'll be struggling by yourself and again this kind of links in with what we were saying before about trying to rewire that thinking and that takes a lot of effort so the final point in terms of issues with the fatherly figure is you hate being alone. Going along with that fear of abandonment is kind of the fear of being alone. The thought is so terrible to you that you find yourself sticking around in unhealthy or toxic relationships, possibly even abusive relationships, bouncing from person to person. And this can all be due to reduced self-esteem, which will prevent you from moving forward into a healthy, fulfilling relationship. It's sort of a self-defeating cycle and it can really suck. I think something that I just really want to emphasize here, if you feel like you are in a relationship, whether this is a friendship, whether this is a relationship with a partner or even like a work environment, if you find that it is psychologically damaging to you or of course as well like physically damaging then you do not have to be stuck in that a lot of people because of reduced self-esteem will not remove them from that situation but no one deserves to be in that situation and it's of utmost importance that you place yourself in situations which are beneficial to you not harming you yeah, the next thing we're going to go into is what theories support this. So the Oedipus complex is the term used by Freud in his theory of psychosexual stages of development to describe a child's feelings of desire for his or her opposite sex parent and jealousy and anger towards his or her same sex parent. So Freud was a huge part of like psychology and me and the, I mean, everyone who does A-level psychology obviously learns about him because his this he's probably most well known for his controversial psychosexual stages of development theory and essentially it suggests that a boy feels that he's competing with his father for the possession of his mother while the girl feels that she's competing with her mother for her father's affection according to freud children view their same sex parent as a rival for the opposite sex parents attention and affections like sarah explained so with an emotionally or physically absent parental figure these desires are pushed on 
to another important figure in your life so this can be your significant other or it can be your own self-esteem that's taking hits and um in case you haven't like heard of the Oedipus complex I think it might just kind of be interesting to go to the story behind it like the philosophical story where basically the guy there was a prophecy that he would marry his mother and kill his father and so he was given up for adoption and then he found out about this prophecy but he thought that his adopted parents were his real parents so he ran away and then when he was on a road uh, somewhere where he was traveling while he was running away he bumped into this guy and he got into a scuffle with them and he ended up killing them and that turned out to be his dad and then he went to the main town and met this girl and fell in love and they ended up getting married without without the knowledge that actually that girl was his mother. Basically the fable behind the Oedipus complex, I just thought it was kind of interesting to add it in there. I don't know if I completely like recounted that with accurate details, but that is the main gist of the story. Yeah, okay, so moving on to how you can kind of fix or stop the repeating cycle of mommy and daddy issues. So the first one is stop repeating the same story this is actually what me and Leah were discussing before if you recognize that you have mommy and daddy issues or recognize that you have a strange relationship with the parents like the likelihood is that it's going to affect your daily life and just recognizing it is good and then realizing how it affects so like if you listen to this episode any of the things resonated with you go analyze your own relationships and figure out what you're doing and also just like kind of recognizing that you know you can change that narrative it's not the be all or end all you can rewrite the way in which you think of things and the different effects that we talked about you can prevent those from happening it does take work but like same with everything it will take an effort but it's not impossible yeah especially for toxic people obviously i think people recognize when they're toxic but it it stems from so many different things like low self-esteem bad relationship with your parents i think that kind of definitely like things in with recognizing actually how deep does the problem go like even in the terms of toxic friends and toxic relationships especially the relationship with your parents how deeply that affected you and then you can't really move on from it or like work on it until you realize how deep it's affected you yeah because i feel like as Lee and i were saying this term has been thrown around a lot i mean daddy issues is also a song no it's such a good song it's a really it's good actually song. a really good song i'm not bashing a song in any way it's really good but also just because it's been used so much on tiktok and instagram and everything that people kind of don't understand the depth of it like having an absent father having an absent parent affects you deeply yeah. because you're missing a whole chunk of your life i think it's being majorly over generalized in the media it still has massive impacts because people will kind of brush over it if they realize that they have these symptoms per se they won't think of how much it can actually impact them and then if they don't work on it it can have long-lasting effects so i just yeah kind of suggest sitting down alone like in a quiet safe and comfortable space think about the specific details and really evaluate where you're at in the relationship in which you have and whether it is something that you need to actively work on. I go on TikTok once and I see someone romanticizing it. It's just, it, it's technically something to relate to. And if you have anything to relate to, people want to relate to it. Obviously, it's it's a good thing that there is exposure. And I think there's a thin line between exposure and just romanticizing something. Because people see it everywhere. They're just like, it's normal. Everyone has this. There's no point. Why do I need to seek help if everyone has it when that's not the case? If it's affecting the quality of life, exactly. you go. Yeah, exactly. The most important step is just kind of recognizing it and recognizing the importance because then you can only go on to the next stages, which like we'll go on to cover now, once you've recognized it. And I honestly think the hardest but most important step is to forgive your parents. Or even if it's not forgiveness, it's then saying, now I choose to 
move forward and change that yeah and also you have to realize if you are looking for a replacement of a father figure of a maternal figure in your life it's important to recognize that everything that your parent should have or could have given you you can find within yourself as a person although that does sound a tiny bit sappy and cringe it's true if you were looking for like protection love and care from your parents and you weren't getting it that if you know you are in that situation you should know the validation and everything you needed from your parents can also come from within so you don't need someone to replace them yeah i agree 100 with everything sarah just said i hope that you found this interesting or helpful and even if it's just identifying issues yeah that that's it for today yep thank you Thank you.